0: With Virgin Media, you can build up the entertainment and tear down the price. Switch to Virgin Media today and get super fast broadband and TV for just 49 euro a month for an awesome 12 months. The sale that stacks up. Now on. See virginmedia.ie and check out how our mobile sales stacks up too. Cheese and cheese apply. See virginmedia.ie.
1: 12-month contract. Offer ends 27th of February, 2019. So, Dan. Yeah. Uh we got something uh Bruin. Bruin, something new. is it new? Ish. New-ish, new ish. It's on a new platform. Sure. We're running a, a little campaign to fund the 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 podcast.
0: Sure. Pa- uh, Patreon. Patreon. Spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Yeah. But you, you can c- be a patron you, on Patreon. You, right. It, yeah. It's it's like imagine that these are the medieval times. Oh. And Frank and I are producers of an art form that you enjoy, and you, dear listener, are a wealthy feudal landowner. (laughs) And you can be a patron of the arts. Yes. You are a patron, my friend. Yes. Crowdfunded patronage. Yes. Uh, So you can go to uh, thankgodimatheist.com. You can click on the Patreon button. You can go to the Patreon page and become a patron. And uh, it's as you can do it for $1 an episode. Absolutely that's
1: great that's fantastic
0: three dollars an episode five dollars these are all like this does so much for us absolutely if you're if you're willing to give us a little bit of money uh so go there do that and we'll uh be very appreciative and we'll see on the flip side here's the show Hi guys! Well, from Salt Lake City, Utah, it's thank God I'm atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank, and
1: I'm Dan. And coming up on the show today, we're going to be talking about well, it's a topic that we talk about a lot, which is the whole living in a secular society. But there's a new um, a new uh, poll out from the AP. We love our polls around here. At Frank, Frank
0: loves his polls so much. Love polls. <laughs> uh, and uh, but anyway, <laughs> I was going to make a gay
1: joke. But I'm sure you You don't, don't need to. Yeah, That's, you're, you're gay. It's, where, it's where your mind goes a lot. I'm <laughs> sure. I bet your mind goes there more. You dirty bird. <laughs> Anywho, um, you know, there's all this gay marriage crap, and this is about a little bit about that. But um, we're going to take it to a, a cool, interesting place. Yeah, so yeah. So that's coming up on the second half of the show. Indeed.
0: Dan? Dan? Yes, sir. How's it going? Pretty good. <laughs> we <laughs> just, are we going to be one of those podcasts now where we have a conversation for <laughs> 20 minutes before we do anything? No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we could, could be. We could. It could be a new, a new little segment. Yeah, yeah. It's, Frank and Dan chat for Fra- a Frank and Dan. Just, just don't say anything at all. <laughs> just talk about their lives. Yeah, exactly. Things that are happening. Uh, no, let's not do that. Let's let's <laughs> let's get into some stories. Uh, do you oh want God. me to start, or do you want to start? Uh, why don't you start? All right. Uh, so this has been sent in to us by several people, and it, 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 we we've been watching it for a minute. But this is a story that has now come to some sort of a not well, not a conclusion. But there's been a resolution oh, of some sort. Okay. Um, so in the uh, the Seattle area, the greater Seattle area, there's been a bit of a hubbub because there's a a, a coach, a high school football coach, who has been refusing not to pray. Uh, he, he's, he's made what? a big show of it to go out onto the field before <sighs> every game. I'm so tired of this. And pray. This is a Seattle this is Washington. Of course yeah. it's not in Seattle, so it's not like liberal, 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 but I mean it's Washington. It's pretty liberal there. But he's uh but he's it's been football. He's been he you know football. He was told not to do it by the yeah. district. Okay. Uh, but he refused to comply because Jesus. Uh, um yeah. and nobody knew what was really gonna happen. It, the, the the district didn't seem to be taking action or whatever. Uh uh-huh. enter the satanic temple. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> I fucking love those of course. guys. Uh so what they did was just ask for equal time and just say, well, if coach is going to be doing a prayer, we would also like to be doing a prayer. The the Seattle chapter of the Satanic Temple. Uh-huh. Uh apparently um they they were prepped and ready to go. they uh, they, oh, they okay. sent some people to the game on friday okay or whatever or whenever the game was uh or something um and and just said you know what if he's gonna pray we're gonna pray if he doesn't pray that's fine we'll we'll then we won't pray too (laughs) and time yeah yeah we're only requesting this as long as he's going to pray and uh It's such an effective play uh, it's such an effective play uh so now the uh the district has um has suspended the coach okay. he has on he's been placed on paid administrative leave oh. um which actually for some student teachers and for some for some employees that would be heaven <laughs> just don't have to go to work and then you still get paid. Yeah, but for a it's coach filled with is, all its own unique stresses. Right, right. What's gonna happen
1: to me and will I have a job after this is all well, up? Well, and so, a, I mean, you know. And a coach not, is
0: invested in his team and in winning and stuff, and he yeah. doesn't get to be there for that. Right. So I can see how that would actually be a very effective uh punishment for him. Well and he's just addicted to praying.
1: He is so and that seems to be his one
0: outlet. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, so the Satanic Temple has backed off. Uh, they are not, and uh, I, I just, I love it. I, I think it's so funny that they're, that they're so goddamn powerful just because they use the word Satan. <laughs> I know. Well, you pick the scariest. It's, it's, it's brilliant because
1: they've picked the scariest thing, right? For, 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 for these folk who
0: uh, are just terrified of the devil. And here's what's amazing about it: if you go to their to their website. If you uh-huh. if you learn if you do any research about Satanic Temple, you will instantly see that they don't believe in Satan. <laughs> like that's not what they're about. <laughs> yeah. But people don't do that. They right. see people dressed in black with like scary makeup on and like, you know, a goat head or something. They could be in business suits <laughs> with the kindest faces
1: in the world. All you have to do is ta- tag them as being uh, from the satanic temple. Yeah. That's
0: all you have to Yeah. Do. But they but you know, people who are gonna be in the Satanic Temple are gonna want to get a little dramatic hmm. about it. It's well, gonna, that's it, half the it's, fun. It's, it's half
1: the fun, sure. Seventy five
0: percent of the fun, actually. Oh my god, it's so <laughs> hilarious. And then and then people who outwardly claim not to believe in Satan uh-huh. have that much power over Christians. Oh yeah. It's shocking. It's yeah. delightful. go you guys well yeah yeah all right um
1: hobby lobby dan oh no hobby lobby don't do it fantastic chain of chintz and crap um Uh,
0: yeah bunch of crap bunch of crap i don't don't know how many of our listeners are crafty (laughs) but that stuff's just crap
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, and Hobby Lobby takes it to a, a new extreme, uh-huh. like a, a very special extreme. Right. Well, it's not a Michaels. No, they got they got you know, they got Jesus crap too. Yeah. It, well, it, Michaels it, has that too. Every, yeah, everything. They all do because crafters love they're, they're, their yeah. Jesus. huh. How else are you going to decorate your house with Jesus if you don't? If you, if don't, you don't have partially a, handcraft it from a cross with hand applied rhinestones and. <laughs> All right, Uh, anywho, um, the Green family, right? They're the owners of Hobby Lobby. Oh, yeah. They make a shit ton of money. Yeah. And they like to inject Christianity, like you just said, into uh, their business. Yeah. All right, whatever. Uh, Famously, the chain doesn't open on Sundays, all that kind of crap. Well, they've been working on this um, Museum of the Bible, oh right yeah 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 C, in right? dc that's right uh because the family the green family has the largest collection of bib- bible memorabilia um i like, like to call it Bibleabilia. <laughs> uh the, the the found on earth right? oh really largest well privately held probably uh there's so there's like over four thousand pieces or something like that Forty thousand.
0: holy crap pieces Bible. Uh, see now, what's funny is Bible memorabilia sounds like, you know, little cutesy pictures of Noah's Ark uh-huh. and stuff. But Post that's cards. not what they're talking about. No, no, no. They've no. got like actual, like historical things of sig- significance found in some archaeological site. Yeah, and that
1: quite possibly, according to a federal inquiry, uh inappropriately and possibly illegally got goods. <laughs>
0: Of course it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh I guess there was uh what what Steve Green, right? I think it was Steve Green who sat down for an interview with a reporter from the Daily Beast. uh uh-huh. And he basically admitted that he doesn't know where a lot of this stuff comes from. <sighs> well, he did admit that. He didn't basically admit that. What he basically admitted was that it's some of its yeah. It's little... probably ill-gotten.
0: Look, do we know the provenance on all this crap? No. Do we know who got killed for me to have it? I don't care. Do we... it, does it support the Bible? Yes. <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> Sorta. As long as you suspend, like, logic. Yeah,
1: well, he. Uh, I guess there were a bunch of tablets that, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, what? What? What's the official... Uh the well it was a set of antiquities from ancient Iraq uh that uh shipped from Israel Mm. and on the uh bill of lading or whatever, the paperwork to uh the customs paperwork specifically. Sure. It was described as handcrafted clay tiles with a value of about three hundred dollars. Oh, just just some just some, some old clay tiles. Some clay we, tiles we found. <laughs> we, we found them at a lovely little shop in, uh, in Jerusalem. And we thought we'd put them up in the bathroom. What right, is the significance of the tiles? The, 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 well, the tiles, that's what they describe them as. They're right. actually tablets with uh, um, inscriptions and whatnot on them. They're, um, are they ancient? They're, they are ancient. They're supposed to somehow uh, prop up the validity of the Bible. Oh, in some way. Okay, I don't know how, but <laughs> they they want the, the you know. These so,
0: are rare biblical artifacts. So possibly stolen, artifact. Uh, probably
1: stolen. Probably stolen. Yeah, uh, artifact. Allegedly probably stolen.
0: That they just want That they just wanted to sneak through customs by claiming it was cheap, crap. Yeah, they didn't want to have to pay.
1: You know they. Yeah, me, they're, I mean, me. it's probably
0: they probably paid millions for them,
1: or hundreds of thousands, for tens them. of thousands, even. Who knows how much they paid? But if it's but
0: over ten thousand, then it has to be just. I think it's ten thousand. that the customs says. I think ten thousand dollars is the is the cutoff. I could be wrong. Ten thousand dollars cash. You are talking about okay. Is well, the
1: max that you can just, well cash you can uh, carry, uh,
0: into but there is also a maximum amount of like a cost of stuff before you have to declare everything, right. and you have to like like itemize it and talk about its provenance and all of that sort of thing so
1: and these are these are probably you know because they're antiquities they're they're probably like treaties and shit about importing and exporting and this and that and they're just bringing them into the country
0: there and there's writing on them is that the deal yeah there's old there's old scribbles on them (laughs) okay boy those scribbles I'll tell you, the scribble tiles are, uh,
1: <laughs> are the best. Yeah, all, all it says is that they're ancient clay tablets uh, with uh, some sort of writing on mm. them. Um, but nonetheless, you know, I mean, they got to put something in this museum. They only have 40,000 artifacts yeah. as it is. They yeah. need more.
0: Well, some. More. Of the, I mean, a lot of their artifacts are probably crap. Yeah. Let's face it. Like a lot of it's bullshit and they know it. Yeah. They just got it for cheap. They got it for, you know, 50 bucks or whatever. These people are hoarders. They are of the worst sort. <laughs> you know, it's funny because this reminds me of I don't know if you've ever been in London to the British Museum. No. The British Museum called I love the title. First of all, the title is the British Museum. There is like it's a full of shit that they stole from other places in the world. Well, that seems very British. There's almost nothing from Britain in the British Museum. They got the Elgin tiles, their Elgin marbles, which are the the giant marble things from Greece and the, and then and half of these countries have now officially c- respectfully asked for the shit back to which the Brits have said no. <laughs> <laughs> Which is amazing. Yeah, I mean, well, they were um, they,
1: basically, they, they were a huge, you know, empire. Yeah.
0: And one must still celebrate one's uh, no, former empire. We, we certainly understand your position. However, it was, your country belonged to us when we took them. <laughs> so uh, at that point, it was ours to take. <laughs> and if it didn't belong to us, it probably should have. You were all very savage at that point. Who knows what would have happened. To it. Well they, they do they do make that argument. But uh, it's that I it's know. like we take better care of this than you would. So <laughs> uh we should probably hang on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh that's just it's wretched. Alright, I'm gonna move on. Um in Florida, I'm gonna this is this is this comes to us uh via Hammond Meta uh talking about in uh Florida in a a Popka City Commission uh meeting there was a there was a, a an atheist gave an invocation. Ah, of course, the, yeah. the the there's this fine tradition in this country of oh, ours God. of prayers happening before government meetings, which is uh, how you say in English wrong, <laughs> but that's something that they do. So, but the thing is, you can't do that and then deny everyone that isn't Christian the opportunity. So. Mm-hmm. You know, so this nice atheist gets up, gives a nice little speech. It's not really a prayer because we don't pray, but it's, you know, a nice little speech or whatever. Mm -hmm. At the end of the meeting, I think this is amazing. um, The mayor, Joel Kilsheimer, uh, turns to a pastor who happened to be in the audience, uh, Doug Bankson, and says, quote, Maybe, Pastor Doug, since we were kind of uncovered at the start of the meeting, you can cover us with a benediction as we leave tonight?
1: Oh, dear God.
0: Uh, <laughs> uncovered. Yeah. You weren't covered. They weren't covered. So, yeah. That's, uh, w- That's interesting phrasing. So, there was uh, so there was some criticism that came from this, uh, mm-hmm. to which the mayor responded, uh... I personally don't think that one expression negated the other. they both stood on their own, and they're both expressions of concern for the community and for how we conduct our business. They're both equally as valid, but they don't have a tradition of doing benedictions no,
1: no they do have a, uh, they do invocations
0: right yeah. yeah it's not like they uh it's huh. it, yeah, he says that, and then as Hammett points out, it's not like the christians it's not like when they have a christian. Prayer at the beginning, they invite an atheist up to just fix it with the uh, with a little bit of atheist. We hoodoo need some on. balance in this room. Yeah,
1: are there any atheists who could uh, leave us with a kind word? Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They don't <laughs> seem to. Be, it doesn't seem like that might be. That's, it seems unlikely that that's happening. <laughs> oh my God! Since we were uncovered, it's 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 like they don't. Well, okay. The truth is, they don't think about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All you have to do no. is apply any kind of reasoning to the concept of prayer in general and you will see that you don't have to pray before all of the things you could pray right now and say hey you know god how you know everything that i'm ever going to think ever all of those things that i would want you to do please do them amen (laughs) some sort of universal just like cover all your bases prayer right yeah. Right. And for way out. Right. Exactly. And then from then on, you can just keep checking in with God. You can you can pray and say like, Hey, God, it's me. I'm just checking in. Whatever happened to just keeping a prayer in your heart? Yeah, just keep, keep it a in your heart. In your heart. And that's keep, where it belongs. And keep it out of our fucking yeah government. The, 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 your prayer, it needs to stay inside. Right. <laughs> Enough
1: with this uh, getting it out into public spaces. Well,
0: no. The, the Bible expressly forbids praying. Uh, Jesus himself said. Don't pray in public. Mm. He told he told people not to do that. Yeah. But they don't believe him. No. Why would you believe Jesus? Why would you? He doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah. Anyway. Get your hands up in the air, people, and
1: start some- Wave them like you just don't care. Crazy praying. <laughs> All right. Well, here's some uh, uh, people who believe something. Oh, good. Yeah. I like believing. Uh, <laughs> Hindus in India. Yeah. Killing people who eat beef. Killing them. Killing- them really yes uh so-called beef vigilante groups that's a quote the beef beef vigilantes yes okay uh are uh running around the countryside because they're they're concerned that the government isn't doing enough to protect cows now apparently even though india does have a secular constitution it does call for the protection of cows. Yeah. Uh and states are sort of left to figure out what that means and some
0: most uh ban the slaughter right. of, of cows. I think the one meal I ate beef in India. Yeah. At one restaurant that I went well, to. Well,
1: you could have really raised uh some uh, or caused some real problems for yourself, Dan, because these groups they have uh they've uh let's see uh, in September, an angry Hindu mob broke down the door of uh, a 50-year-old Muslim man, dragged him outside, uh, and uh, kicked him and beat him with bricks until he died, all based on the rumor eh, that he'd eaten uh cow. Uh, when police sent the meat stored in his refrigerator for forensic testing, it turned out to be goat. What? A... Hey. Why do they need to forensic test the meat? They need to find out if the if he was appropriately killed.
0: <laughs> it would. It seems like mob. like the only reason to test the meat is to like justify. Is like wait, this would be okay. I mean, if this if this is actually cow, then what they did was totally okay. Uh huh. Yeah. There, no, that seems to be the subtext. You it, don't right? get to murder somebody.
1: Yeah. Uh, period. And then apparently, uh, about two weeks ago another beef vigilante group <laughs> um fatally beat a truck driver who was transporting cows in the, in uh um some province uh, whose name i will not attempt uh to uh to to pronounce okay um and uh it was all sort of on um uh on, on the rumor that the 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 cattle were on their way to to be slaughtered to be slaughtered but this was just a rumor Yeah, all of this is just based on rumors. In Kashmir, a mob burned a Muslim teenager over rumors of cow slaughter. Uh, Jesus Christ. And uh, when a Muslim lawmaker in Kashmir held a, quote, beef party in protest, he was assaulted by lawmakers, by other lawmakers, from the ruling uh, Hindu Nationalist Party, the BJP. Uh, on the floor of the state house. Oh my god! Cameras were rolling. The whole thing is uh, documented. Uh, it, it, the list just goes on and on of all these
0: incidents. Here's the thing: like burning people, beating them with with bricks, all of that stuff. There's nothing funny about that. That is hor- horrific. Yeah. Beef vin- vigilantism is pretty funny, though. No. It, Cow it, it, vigilantism uh-huh. is is pretty funny. Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: um, as a as a phrase, before you start really thinking about it, yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Uh. And uh, apparently the issue here really is that uh, poor Muslim families are eating beef because it's cheap. They can get it super cheap. It's cheaper than chicken or mutton.
0: Um, In part probably because there are cows just wandering the street and people are just taking them. (laughs) I I (laughs) hope for their sake that's not what
1: they're doing. (laughs) They're just taking them into the backyard. I mean, you would think that, like, black market beef... Would end
0: up being almost a delicacy, right? Like oh this, yeah, like, it would be super expensive. Like you have to know the password to get into the restaurant, and then yeah. you got to know like the the like you got to show your something. No. Yeah. yeah, you you go to the door, knock, and
1: what's the password? Mm-hmm. Moo. <laughs> only only Hindu
0: for moo. <laughs> what's it? What's uh? What's yeah? It, what's that? I don't know. Yeah, it's I don't speak Hindu. Moo. Do, well, all you have to do is <laughs> moo with a... You just it moo. <laughs> it's me doing an impression of my friend's dad, but that's not a, it, it's not helpful when you just say the word moo. <laughs> I know. It's, it's hard to inject yeah. enough of the, the Indian presence. Yeah, exactly. But I did wobble. I wobbled my head when... You have to just wobble your head when you say it. I love how... Indians wobble their heads. Uh. It's awesome. I had to I had to watch a whole video on it, but when before I went to India because I got confused about like
1: what's the head what, wobble what about the
0: different because there's like different things. There's a head shake uh-huh. like we have that right. means no, okay, and then there's a head wobble that means yes. Oh, but to our eyes, it looks like they're saying no. Ah, oh. it's very tricky
1: uh it mainly just looks like they've lost control of their neck muscles. It's,
0: yeah, it's kind of <laughs> yeah. what what's really going on. It's a weird thing. <laughs> um I'm going to switch to uh the Mormons. The uh, you know, we've we've talked about it before a number of times. The Mormons keep releasing uh what I call damage control essays, <laughs> but what they call essays. Yeah. Um and cool. these are essays about uh controversial topics in Mormon history mm. or in Mormonism.
2: Mm.
0: Uh, and they've and, got them a plenty, And they've got lots of them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, so they're trying to get out in front of that. They're trying to make sure that they... Uh, <laughs> 150 years later, they're trying to get out in front of it. <laughs> right, exactly. Okay. Well, they're trying to get out because somebody discovered this thing called the Internet. I'm not uh-huh. sure who it was. Somebody figured out that it existed. Hmm. And now people have been, like, actually reading stuff. <laughs> And like learning things, I just imagine
1: Thomas S. Monson on his computer, looking at just clicking icons randomly (laughs) to see what they do. (laughs) And he comes across this one Internet Explorer.
0: (laughs) What is this?
1: Huh? Oh, there's all. What is all this?
0: That's the internet, Grandpa. You can learn (laughs) stuff. Oh, and then he's alone. He types Mormon, and then he (laughs) looks at because that would be his first search. Wait, what the fuck? What is this stuff? What are they saying? yep anywho uh so the newest the latest and greatest in the uh in the long line of of Mormon essays yeah there's a couple about women the women Oh, mormons oh nice. they love the women they love women mm-hmm. uh and and have very special the women have very special roles that's because women are special women are special yeah men M- men have just responsibilities yeah just things. hairy beasts yeah but what what could they possibly women are sacred and yeah, special yeah mm-hmm. uh there have been there have been criticisms of late uh of the mormon church oh yeah uh, uh based on about their uh takes on women and their the special place that women have oh, in yeah, the church and, and, and all that sort place, of thing. Yeah. Um, there are feminist Mormons, and so this has been a problem. So this is the church's <laughs> attempt to get out uh, from under the pressure cooker of Mormon feminism. No! Um, in which they basically just change the meaning of all of the words until they don't mean what they mean. Uh-huh. Um, ba- Kate Kelly, former Mormon... Who was excommunicated about a year ago, if you'll yeah. recall, and then uh, and and uh, was was sort of one of the was the leader of a Mormon group called uh, what are they called? Ordain women, women ordain women that wanted uh, women to be ordained into the priesthood. Well, the truth of the matter is that in Mormon history, Joseph Smith did ordain women to the priesthood. Shush. And he did like do things. He said things like. Uh, I turn these keys over to you. And keys is a very, very big word in Mormonism. Yeah. yeah. And ordain is a very big word in Mormonism. Yeah. Um, I, I'm curious at what
1: point uh, can they even possibly claim Joseph Smith anymore? <laughs> like, because honestly, like, just give up people. Like, clearly Brigham Young was the founder of your church. Like that is clear to everybody at this point, Yeah, because well, you, you, you really don't follow the teachings <laughs> of Joseph Smith. And you don't look at his life for like examples of yeah. how to live. Yeah, but like,
0: they love his books so much. They do
1: love that Book of Mormon it's, and the Doctrine and Covenants.
0: Yeah, yeah, and the Pearl of Great Price. So that's yeah. where. So you got to have your Joe Smith in there. Yeah. So anyway, here's the problem. So so here's here are some ways in which they and the and Kate Kelly accuses them of gaslighting. Which, for mm. those of you who don't know, uh, because I had to look it up, yeah, it's not a it's not a word that I've used a lot. Apparently, gaslighting um, is when you try and make someone doubt their own perception of something, or their own uh, memory of something, um, or even their own sanity, right? By sort of. Uh, selectively omitting things or twisting uh, facts. And, and, it, and it has a, 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 a an abusive relationship connotation. Right? It does. Yeah. It does indeed. Okay. Uh, so she accused them of gaslighting. And here are some of the ways that they did it. Uh, here's a quote from one of their uh, essays. In 1830s America, the word priesthood was defined as, quote, the order or character of a priest. And, quote, the order of men set apart for sacred offices, identifying priesthood with religious office uh, and the men who held it. Early Latter-day Saints likewise thought of priesthood primarily in terms of ordination to ecclesiastical office and authority to preach and perform religious rites. As in, anyway... Basically, I'm going to I'm not going to read the whole damn thing to you. Uh what they're basically doing is being like, well what they what they thought of as priesthood is not how we think of the word priesthood. And it, the word keys then meant something different than how we think of the word keys now. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. it's all utter bullshit.
1: Right. Okay.
0: But it's it's this it's this huh. lovely way of like taking all these criticisms based on their own history. Right. And being like, yeah, But really, that's not what they meant. They said it. Sure, of course they said it. But they were talking about something totally different. You can't use our words today and how we see them today to talk about it back in the 1830s. Yeah. In the 1830s, shirt meant pants. (laughs) It was just a different time. (laughs) Oh...
1: It was a different time. <laughs> I will grant them that. It's definitely a different time.
0: But I don't know that these that, that doesn't really work for me. Yeah. In in our in, in our former religion, uh mm-hmm. dear listener, the the priesthood is magic that you yeah. get when you're a boy. Yeah. And you don't get it when it, you're a girl. It, it 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 reminds me of
1: uh New Speak. right? Wasn't that what uh in nineteen eighty four? Orwell called sort of the work that that, that, that they had to oh. use. It was all about rewriting the language and mm. and uh, and omitting uh, bits and pieces of like news stories. That's what the the inconvenient. The, the, what it's what the main. I almost called him the title character.
0: <laughs> the, 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 the you know that character. year that's walking around.
1: <laughs> I can't remember the main character's name in the book, but like that was his job. He would mm. sit there and he would like sort of rewrite news stories oh i see in order so that they conformed with the rules with with the with with newspeak, right Right. the way that language was being used now yeah i've never read that book you've never read 1984 nope oh you should read 1984 that's or get the get the book on tape that's so 20 years ago we we, we know 30 30 years ago 31 years ago oh math you're also good at the math aren't you
0: <laughs> <laughs> math I, that was just because i was like there's no way that it was 30 years ago because that would make me f- oh, okay <laughs> okay that's right
1: oh dan guess what's coming up what actually by the time this uh show drops uh-huh uh to use the lingo <laughs> uh, uh halloween
0: Hallows, it will, it, all the
1: Hallows Eve. Act, we're going to be uh, launching this episode on Halloween. Oh. So if you listen that night, then this will be a very appropriate spooky, spooky story. Okay. If not, you'll just appreciate the story for what it is. Okay. Walmart. Oh. In a grand effort to catch up to Amazon.com. Ooh. Is uh, pushing a lot of product out on Walmart.com. Okay. And, uh, cause you know, they're you probably do. losing a lot of sales to that Amazon. Mm hmm. Well, they had some, uh, they have some questionable, uh, costumes and <laughs> Halloween paraphernalia. Okay. Up on their website. Okay. Uh, thanks to, uh, uh, well, no, it was, all, it, these were in their Halloween store. Okay. Right uh the the one that really raised everybody's attention uh (laughs) is a a a prosthetic nose a large hooked prosthetic nose no don't do it uh that uh is the 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 (laughs) chic fagan nose (laughs) Which is unbelievable oh in how comprehensively
0: anti-Semitic it is. <laughs> Indeed. They managed to get all of these Semitic uh peoples involved. <laughs> Fagin, of course. A villainous (coughs) Jew
1: in uh, Charles Dickens' novel, right? right? In
0: in Oliver Twist. In Oliver Twist, and and Sheik being anyone of Arab descent, (laughs) randomly (laughs) Arab descent, apparently. Uh, And uh, this is the um, the image, Dan. I'm
1: just going to pass this over to you. Oh, but pass it right back after you appreciate it, (laughs) right? Um, That uh, went with the online sale.
0: Oh my God, (laughs) (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. What you're, what I'm looking at is uh, now. By the way, this could have been marketed as witch nose, and they mm-hmm. would have been perfectly safe. Oh, absolutely. But no, they needed to put it on a uh, a man <laughs> with a goatee and something resembling the the Arab uh, head ge- headwear. He- head, yeah, the, the sort of scarf on
1: head with a little, with a little
0: like rope around yeah, it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. remember what that's called, but yeah, um. <laughs> They decided that it was better to go 100% racist. Yeah, yeah. Like, 100%. (laughs) That's not even shying away from racism. That's just like, hey, you know what would be cool? Racism. Yeah. By the way, I'm going to do a public service announcement. It may be too late for you people, because by the time you (laughs) hear this... already made a horrible mistake. You may have already done a horrible mistake. It is not okay. White people. Yeah. You're not allowed to be any other race for any other reason... And at halloween yeah ever for any reason yeah at all
1: i had to shut one down the other day at work Uh uh-huh
0: yeah from
1: someone who i didn't expect it from at all (laughs) who took a minute to really because (laughs) he's he's i hate sort of like the the idea of post-racial or blah 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 blah. but he's somebody who grew up in an area where there were a lot of black people and you know Uh he just didn't understand strangely enough uh that 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 if you're if you're he wanted to be iced tea uh-huh and i and i looked at him and i was like don't put any makeup on your face to complete that costume and he was like really <laughs> really and i'm like yeah really you can't even and i you, had to sit and yeah. really explain it and, I, and he goes i understand blackface i'm not doing blackface right i'm not doing a minstrel show and i'm like yeah i know but it, it's, you, nope. you just can't. It's not about that. And he yeah. was like, why? And I'm like, because if for no other reason, it is offensive to members of that minority group. And you don't even have to fully understand it. Just don't do it. Right. Just don't know that it's offensive and don't do it. And yeah. he finally like, I was like, okay.
0: Yeah. It's, it, but you, you can't if be, if you, you don't be under- a Native American. No, no. Pocahontas, can't, no, no offensive. Yeah. Wrong. It's bad. You can't be a geisha. You can't really. (laughs) No. Franklin.
1: I I have purchased everything I need to be a geisha. For your geisha. Well, you can be a
0: geisha. Just don't go Asian on it. Well, how would I not go Asian on it? Do the makeup, but don't do your eyes to look Asian y. Okay. You can do like the red cheeks and the red lip and the white and the white. I can't paint my eyes all all like. almond shaped correct here's the thing huh. if it, if it's about the race you can't do it and you know right. what and you want to know what it's not fair to you uh white folks they can do you yeah. and that's fair so but, but suck it up white people yeah own your privilege yeah anywho uh it goes on oh uh, there's more there, there
1: were some other costumes more racism uh, depends on who's wearing it, I suppose. Oh, okay. Uh, uh they were also selling a, um, uh, Israeli soldier costume for kids.
0: What? <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah, just look at it. No, I'm, I gotta see. it's um, tiny. It also... Oh, it comes with a
1: gun. Well, it sa- that's an accessory. Oh, that's... Uh, <laughs> I think there was a line in there that said something about, <laughs> um, steal your child with, uh with appropriate artillery or something. Oh, my God. Yeah, steal your little soldier with prop weapon for our, from our vast accessories artillery.
0: Oh. This is a better picture right there, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Why Israeli soldier? Uh. Um... What are they? I don't know. Why is that
1: a costume? I I, I don't know. Um, This is the product description. Defend your Jewish heritage proudly by wearing the Israeli soldier boy's costume. Oh, my God. The Israeli defense forces have a mission to protect the land and the people of Israel from outside threats with low casualties and to avoid waging war if at all possible. What the fuck are
0: they talking about? (laughs) One of
1: the IDF's core values is human life, and they see every person as a being of value despite his or her nationality. What
0: the fuck is going on? This is. There's, I am. This isn't the, the product description of a child's costume. Why are we delving into world politics? I, I am completely baffled. I am literally. What
1: freaked out! Man, what better opportunity to discuss difficult uh, and complex regional issues you know,
0: than while your child's trick or treating? What the f- what is a Halloween for if not geopolitical discussion <laughs> and genderment? Honestly, I don't. I don't see the point. That's fucking crazy (laughs) i can't i can't figure it out i i I can't i'm just i'm done i i quit the show i quit um i quit everything because that just uh well ladies and gentlemen if you would like to argue with us about whether or not it's okay to put on the makeup of a different race or if you would like to tell us why a kid would want to go as an Israeli soldier <laughs> for Halloween, Lord knows you can write into us yeah. Uh podcast at com,
1: or you can leave us a voicemail message. We'd love to hear your voice. Yeah. The phone number is 424-666-8442.
0: Talk me down off this ledge, folks. Uh, also, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash
1: Atheist. Also on Facebook, you can search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge. Yeah. Uh, You have to request to join. Yep. Maybe you'll be let in. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) And uh, once you're there, though, it's amazing. (laughs) So so you should go go do that. Go join people. Yeah. All right. We need to take a quick break. Uh, This is some Pat Robertson craziness. Oh, a little
0: Patty break for y'all. Well, it used to be called All Saints Eve. Now we know it is Halloween, and Saturday is Halloween. And that's the day when millions of children adults will be dressing up as devils, witches, and goblins <laughs> to celebrate Satan. <laughs> oh, my
1: God. He can be such a fuddy-duddy. <laughs> devils, witches, and demons.
0: Yeah, because that's those- what
1: everybody's... Dressing at those, those are, the hot costumes,
0: yeah, exactly. Although, uh, <laughs> sexy devil, th- they're still there, yeah. They just sexy demon, sexy, sexy witch. I'm a sexy witch,
1: sexy Pat Robertson, yeah. I <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, oh, if anybody could actually pull off some sort of sexy Pat Robertson costume, <laughs> <laughs> I All I can... uh, Here's what I imagine. You have to get a latex Pat Robertson head mask. Like, Uh your whole head has to look like Pat Robertson. A Nixon mask would work. Uh, You could modify it. Yeah. Sure. Uh Uh, And then you put a a jacket on, Uh but you have your... But you have no shirt on, so it's like pecs showing under there. Yeah. And then you say something stupid. (laughs) You have to carry a little Bible around.
1: (laughs) hat brother. and your 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 slacks <laughs> are shorts they're short shorts oh yeah 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 yeah. jorts uh-huh you get yeah. some jorts going and then you wear some uh some h- really high pulled up socks or stockings
0: yeah ooh, i like some, some fish some fishnets how about some fishnets with, with the little uh what, what are the, braces? With the garter called? belt yeah, yeah 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 he that guy you know he puts on women's clothing <laughs> You know, like, it's not even like that's a possibility. That is a a psychological fact. That man wears fishnets on the reg, probably under his suits on the show. On the show. Yeah. 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 But at home, he's got uh, an array of <laughs> lingerie that he wears over that wrinkly old body. Yep. <clears throat> Oh. Enjoyed well, that. That, we we took that to a terrifying place. You're man. welcome everybody. Ooh, how about, how about that for for your Ooh. Halloween spookiness? Well, that that pretty that good. conjured up uh, <laughs> a little uh, woo. More like woo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You want spooky? I give you Pat Robertson in drag. <laughs> <clears throat> People wrote into us, so I'm going to write I, I'm going to say their words. Uh On the show. Uh, Hello, Frank and Dan, writes Liz. Wanted to write in for the clothing and religion question. I was pretty lucky that my mom was Christian Protestant Nazarene. Uh, Those guys are pretty laid back, just as long as you don't dance in the church. The only religious clothes I ever had were T-shirts with the church's name on it. After, fir- yeah. after figuring out the whole religion thing was BS, I turned those shirts into rags that I could, that I used to clean my paintbrushes. Oh. Yeah. I painted with acrylics a lot in middle and high school. Excuse me. Excuse me, Liz. Sorry. Uh, in middle and high school, I've now upgraded to the more expensive gauche paints, or gouache. I think it's gouache. Mm. How do you pronounce that? I don't know. Far too many vowels in, uh, that, in that phrase. Okay. Okay. Um, and those rags became so encrusted with paint that even my mom didn't know what they were were originally. <laughs> huh. I I think that's cute. See, she says on another note, I would like to hear your guys' opinion on Catholic attire. The male priests wearing long black dress things and why a small box of white on a, and why a small box of white on a high black collar. I don't know about you, but younger men but on younger men, I find that look rather attractive. No, just me. Hmm. Love you guys, Liz. Any thoughts? Do you find uh, do you find priestly garb to be hot? I've seen a young priest or two that turned you on. Mm, yeah, a little bit. Sure, but did the garb help or hinder that? Not sure because it's it definitely
1: makes it just about up here, like neck up. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you don't really get a sense of like you know anything else yeah you're not sitting there i no so no the the
0: the robe does nothing here's for here's me. Doesn't what enhance the male form here's no not at all but here's here's how i could imagine it enhancing attractiveness is mm. if it's about like defiling something cuz i can yeah. see that being kind of sexy yeah i don't get off on the whole defiling thing yeah nor do i but some guys, some folks some, do. Some people do. Some, some folks people do. like that. They like
1: they like that idea. But yeah. no, not 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 so much for me. Not and
0: a, you know what? I, you know our discussion last week about about clothing was not about what the the, the, the ecclesiastical leaders wear because right. that's a totally different discussion. Yeah, that's true. It's that's more true. about what the indi- what adherence to certain religions have to wear. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, if it's your job, like they have job uniforms. Yeah, and they're the weirdest, wackiest job uniforms. But you know, I'm not, I'm not that like messed up about those. Right. It's much more about like if you're uh, just a normal person walking around in of the community in your day, yeah. and you're wearing something funky. That's that's right. that that a means specific something. item. I think that's really the
1: key too. Yeah, that that it's not, or that there's something, some rule about what you wear like the the fabric what it's made out of well and
0: it's like what and it's also kind of
1: stitching but it's
0: or. also about you presenting an outward show mm-hmm. of your religion and right. that changes how you're perceived and it changes your interactions in the world and all yeah. sorts of stuff and beyond with the priest, just like a priest like, yeah. yeah
1: and beyond just a mandate for modesty you don't find a lot in christianity
0: although i will say that you know you get into the priest class uh of of humans it doesn't matter what the religion is they get the the wackiest hats. They do. They get some wackadoo hats. Why? Why does? Why
1: has religion focused on hats? <laughs> I think they did.
0: I mean, I think I. I don't know, but I mean, it seems like you find lots of different hats around the world. You do for, f- you know, for priests. Yeah. For for bishops. Why is and wearing cardinals something and... on
1: your head so important? It makes you taller.
0: Is that it? Yeah. Perceived importance, your, your grandeur, your height, your bigness is enhanced. Hmm. Look at how big, that, what they should have done is given them lifts in their shoes. That I'll bet, too. I'll bet they did. Yeah. We just didn't really notice those. No, because they're under a dress.
1: <laughs> you don't see them. Um, All right, I have an e, or a voicemail. Rather, oh, okay. Why don't you play that? the discussion about, okay. about clothing, religious cool. clothing and whatnot.
2: Hey guys, this is Alina from Texas. I'm calling a reference to your latest episode about religious garments. And uh, coming from like a Protestant Methodist Christian background, um, and living in the state of Texas, blingy jeans with like the cross on your butt, and you know fish jewelry and decals on your car and bumper stickers. I mean, it's it's kind of everywhere around here. Um, and I also wanted to know kind of what we thought about the presence of religion in fashion, so on the opposite end. So not just when you're religious and you're required to wear something, but what about, you know, like uh, a couple years ago was really popular. Everything had a cross on it, and they would be sideways or upside down, and now all the little earrings and everything, and Lady Gaga was wearing, like, crosses. Um, And, you know, I would go out shopping, and there would be, like, a slutty crop top T-shirt from Forever 21 with a cross on it. And just kind of like, what are our thoughts as non-believers? I mean, I purposely go out of my way to avoid anything that shows religion or promotes religion in my life, including clothing. But, you know, you see a lot of people throw it around as fashion. And I'm not saying it because it's disrespectful. I'm saying it because it's annoying. What are your thoughts?
0: (laughs) Thanks, Selena. I it is interesting. you know, you said you said Forever Twenty One. my wife used to work for Forever Twenty One and I can tell you they are I'm mean, well, I they even put I think they're like they're like in and out burger. They actually put like a, a there's uh, a Bible verse on the Bible verse of the, on the, the bag, on right? bag and stuff. Yeah. They're very Christian y people. Yeah. They're they're also Korean. They're Korean Christians. Yeah. Uh they're Christians is what I'm, I'm that's that's the thing. Anyway, uh <laughs> yeah the, the I I do love the idea of the blinged out jeans with the with the oh, cross on it. Yeah. Blinged out jeans period are great, but you put it in you, you, you put you a cross those those
1: little uh the bedazzles on into, <laughs> into uh into the shape of a cross and you got something special there.
0: Look Jesus, I got your beloved murder weapon on my ass and I sit on you every day. <laughs> That's well.
1: Take that cross. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Take that murder weapon. <laughs>
0: How dare you? Yeah, don't murder my Jesus. I don't know. Uh the um Yeah, it's, it, people just the weird thing about Christianity, like mainstream Christianity, is that it doesn't require any specific kind of garb. Mm-hmm. So anyone who wears their a cross or, you know, some t-shirt that says Jesus is my co-pilot or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They're they're choosing to do that. Right, that's a different thing altogether. Right, and equally or more annoying, I would say, to yeah. like like a Men- a Mennonite who's wearing or or an Amish person who's wearing what Amish people have to wear. Right, that's like one thing. But when it's a Christian who's like making sure that you know that they are a Christian.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's more annoying. It oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, and usually in poor taste. The expression itself, <laughs> not the, the, the expressing it is in poor taste. And then the actual physical manifestation, what,
0: whatever it is that you've chosen, just aesthetically <laughs> is in poor taste. you've well, you've, you've done that tackily. <laughs> that is a tacky expression of I your faith. perhaps
1: could could accept your expression of faith if it just looked better. Right. If you do. I mean, honestly, and, you know. If it was sort of
0: merchandised out. (laughs) Anyway. uh, Accessorized better. Andrew wrote in, hey, Frank and Dan, I've been listening for a while now, and something you discussed on your last episode made me write in. You guys discussed shrooms and the spiritual effect it has on people. Mm -hmm. Well, after leaving Christianity and becoming atheist, I got into meditation and all that stuff. Yeah. Before, I thought it was the devil, because that's what... My very anti anything else Christian, but Christianity family told me. <laughs> but even after leaving Christianity, I thought it was all just lies about the experiences you can have under meditation. I could assure, I can assure you, it's a very real, uh, because you can have very very spiritual experiences from it. Although I was already atheist and knew that it was all in my head, I could see how convincing it could be. Hmm. I could go on and on about how it all works and why those things happen, but I'll just tell you. My first successful experience with it. So it was 3 a.m. after waking up in the middle of the night, because I guess that's the best time to do the the meditation I wanted to do. After 10 minutes of sitting and still clearing my mind, I felt a rush of what felt like energy flow through my body, and I felt numb. Uh, This is also known as sleep paralysis, where your body paralyzes itself so you don't act out, out dreams. Then I heard a Russian man next to me talking, but I couldn't understand him. And I also heard a very loud spaceship taking off in my room. I then went. I, I then was at my school with my two friends, knowing this was all a dream, lucid dreaming. After about five minutes of exploring my surroundings, everything went away, and I saw a very bright light and felt a sen- felt a sense of safety, warmth, and happiness. When I was surround uh, when I was surrounded by it. Hmm. Seems like what people who have near-death experiences say they see, too, doesn't it? After waking up, I was in an incredible mood for a few days, and now I try to do this every night. Hmm. Now, I know this was all a dream, but Buddhists see this as a journey on your path to enlightenment or whatever bullshit. (laughs) I am very interested in how your mind does this, and I'm actually writing a paper for school on what happens to you when this happens. (laughs) Sorry for the long message, but I just thought I would share my experience interesting um so thanks andrew that's it 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 is interesting the things that people label spiritual experiences Mm -hmm. i'm not sure that i have ever been adequately explained uh that it's ever been adequately explained what that means to me
1: well i think
0: it's a unique
1: and powerful emotionally powerful experience
0: yeah, th- usually th- th- people th- th- connect th- it not- with, like, some sort of connection to the universe yeah. or... Uh... Yeah, people...
1: You want to ascribe meaning to it. Right. You want to connect it to something, to, right. to a god figure or nature or whatever. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, if you're going into... The, to, to, if you're seeking out these kind of experiences as a rational human being, then you know that they are just powerful experiences... That come that can come about from the mind itself. Yep, and that's and and if you're finding meaning and power and and uh, just a positive experience in that, then great. Yeah, N- nothing against it. In fact, I'm intrigued. Yeah, you know, I I've I, I I I'm I feel positive about meditation. I feel like it's something that I need to
0: explore. Actually, to yeah, my- you know, and and there is there's actual like real data yeah. to back up the idea that meditation can be uh, of use yeah so, so great well done and and i'm proud of andrew for not like ascribing more to it than, than what it is than might be appropriate yeah yeah um hannah rose wrote in and said this is a quick one i'd like to tell you about my personal experience growing up with religion and my struggles with the expectation of maintaining a certain look i will tell you in the form of haiku <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, please proceed. I that was
0: completely unexpected. I know. <laughs> Embraced a goth look, was Seventh day Adventist, loved eyeliner more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well done! Thank you, Hannah. Well Rose. Done. That's adorable. <laughs> All right. Uh, We do have some people who have given us money for doing the show. Yes. They've participated. I'm going to start. Okay. Because somebody gave us a one-time donation on PayPal. Wonderful. Uh, And that person was Frank. Uh, Not you. Frank, but a different uh, Frank, a Frank, uh, one of the others, gave us a one-time donation uh, on PayPal. That's delightful. Thank you very much. And then we do have some Patreon donors as well to thank. We do have donors
1: on Patreon, uh, which, of course, you can find the campaign at, uh, I I think it's probably best to send people to our website, sure, uh, where there's a link to the specific page. And so you can go to thankgodimatheist.com, and then off to the right-hand side, there's a link to the Patreon uh, campaign. Um and uh yeah we're we're doing we're doing pretty good. We're we're uh we're well on our goal to uh to uh hit our second goal. Okay. Um and these are the people I need to thank. It's been a couple weeks since I've thanked people. So uh I'm sorry I didn't get to you sooner. Uh but here you go. You get your your on-air thanks. Uh Steven, Brian, Ryan, Alexandra, Elizabeth, Satan, <laughs>
0: Thank Tim. you Satan.
1: Thank you Satan. Hail Satan. Uh Tim Pittman, hail Tim. Oh, why did I say his whole name? Oh yeah, you not. should we cut that yeah, out? Yeah, yeah. Tim, hail Tim. <laughs> Marine. Uh Jeff Shane, Mike, Michael, Tracy, Suzanne, Angela, and Whitney. Awesome. So amazing you guys. Uh yeah. per- some you know, very, some uh, very generous people. Uh, thank you very much. By, Does by, help us keep the show on the air
0: by participating in this. Uh, you are a venture capitalist helping a, a group. I don't know. You are part of something. There is no potential return,
1: so I don't know if yeah. they're really VCs. Uh, they're the return is us. What I think they're doing is they uh, they're yeah. paying for some content that they're getting.
0: You're such a... Yeah. We were both, like, trying to find the most ugly capitalistic ways of viewing this possible. Did I find it? Yeah. Well, we both were pretty bad. Uh, or we could just say, you are donating to a cause that you believe in. How yeah, about that? A weekly show. A weekly that show. That you enjoy. <laughs> that we hope you enjoy, anyway. Yeah. Um, Hey, uh, tell us a story. Tell us a thing. Well, okay. Launch yeah. us into this discussion. The AP the they they do polls yes indeed uh
1: and i like polls so this caught my attention Uh uh-huh uh especially because it's surrounding the issue of gay marriage licenses and the clerks who have been denying people such Mm. as that now famous kim davis sure sure from kentucky she's a popular one uh with her hairdo and dress it's more of a hair don't (laughs) oh poor dear uh Anywho, uh, the AP asked the the American public, "What do you think of this?" If, if, of her hair? No, of, of people, clerks denying people gay marriage licenses. Right? Should, should clerks issue licenses
0: to gay couples? Sure. And for uh, the now, this is first time. The in, this is within the context of gay marriage having become universally legal in the country in the in these United States. Yes. And for the first
1: time, the majority of the public says that these clerks are off base. Oh. That they should, that that they are being uh, paid to do a job that they ran for. Right. And so that's what you do. And when it's legal.
0: Neglecting their
1: duties. They're neglecting their duties. And so when something's legal, it's not for someone in middle management to decide. Right, Whether or not that thing should happen or not on right. their watch right it's already been decided. it's been decided by people at a higher pay grade than you, ma'am. yeah, so you just do your duty, which is to do your job, yeah, and issue those licenses so uh, so,
0: so um, th- how many people what was the percentage of people that that wanted that that said that they believed that she should have just done her job so it says forty
1: one okay i think this is these are the national numbers okay 41 percent favor an exemption oh, uh oh an exemption an exemption so that think, they don't have to so they don't have to i and see 56 think they should be required to issue licenses okay now what's interesting is um amongst republicans a majority of them 58 percent, still favor religious exemptions hmm. um but of that's course. down 14 points uh, since, uh, July. Wow. So, so they're, they're, they're swiftly moving toward an acknowledgement that maybe just perhaps living in secular, in a secular society, in a secular system right. is, is, or maybe has some value. Right. But maybe well, that's a good thing.
0: Also what they've done is they, the knee has jerked and now like it they've sort of come back from that. Yeah, and they're just they're just sort of like, "Oh, now now that I'm done defending my side, right. I can actually think about the issue." Right. And oh, well maybe
1: well maybe it's okay. Maybe maybe I they mean, should just do if it's legal, now maybe we should still be fighting to end this abhorrent, terrible, terrible thing, awful gay marriage. Yeah. We can still vote against it if it ever comes up again right but but yeah. in the meantime they need to do their legal job, right and people need they can't well, they can was, choose what
0: part of the job they've been elected to do to do well one of the grumpiest of the grumpy old men of the mormon church actually came down on that side as well Dallin, H. Oaks. Dallin oaks yeah who who like he's a guy who you know No fan of the queers by any stretch of the imagination, but did recently come out with a statement that said, hey, I think that uh, this Kim Davis should have just done a damn job. Yeah. And this article in The New York Times talks about Dallin H. Oh, okay, There you go. Can you
1: believe that? I scooped you. You did. (laughs) Thanks, Dan. Actually, I wasn't even going to bring up Dallin H. Right. Who the fuck cares about Dallin H. Oaks? I don't, I, don't I don't care anyway but we thought that, i mean this is an interesting thing because recently in salt lake city we've had the world conference of families happen yeah. right this is the um the the organization that uh fights for oh you know capital punishment for homosexuality in uganda and that yeah. kind of crap yeah
0: they uh, they're all for that kind of shit hate
1: group According to a number of organizations, Uh, including the the Southern
0: Poverty Law Center. Frank, they are a love group. (laughs) That's how they've been trying to cast themselves. They love to hate gays. Yeah. That's loving. Oh, that
1: is loving. (laughs) Um, But anyway, it it, it raised some questions here in Salt Lake as to an appropriate response. Sure. By local businesses. Uh What should the local businesses do? And my stance that I took at work, was i like living in a society where when a when a place of business is open when they have their their doors open to the public the public is allowed in right we don't
0: deny people service for what they believe yeah so we were you and i were talking about this earlier and we were talking about how there are some restaurants in town who are talking who were talking about not letting in someone from that convention and i think it's terrible based on their based on the based on that organization's hatred of of gay people I, and I and think the thing is that turns us into them turns us into Kentucky hillbillies it turns us into the same people who are denying cakes to gays and pizzas for gay wedding receptions right it becomes <laughs> this thing of taking a stand by not doing the right thing yeah so, yeah, I I and I
1: and we have been railing against that right. on this show. Yeah, but that is the wrong thing to do. And I think in this instance, it is still the wrong thing to
0: do. Yeah. Just because the roles are reversed. Yeah. The point is, and and this is the point. And we were saying this before. It's if you don't if we're in America, which mm-hmm. is supposed to be. It's never been, but it's supposed to be a bastion of free speech, a place where people of differing beliefs yeah. and differing uh, uh, stances on certain issues mm-hmm. can come together and and have a society. Yeah. We can have a civil society even when we disagree with each other. Yeah, absolutely. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Now, does this mean
1: don't protest? Absolutely not. No. I think that... Groups getting together and standing outside that the, the the convention center and holding up signs, which is super effective, super effective. <laughs> but I have zippo problem with that no. because they are utilizing their free speech, of course, and they're going out and they're and and writing op-ed pieces against this organization. Absolutely, this these are the things that should be done. I think that's we vital. should be having a discussion right about who this organization is. And the point that I made at work which was we're used to dealing with bigoted people who hate us. Yeah, they're called Mormons. Right. They come we in all the time. deal with them every day. Yeah. So what's new here, people? Right. And it's, I just, I, I, I think nobody expected this from me. Right. I think everybody thought that the gay man was going to come in and just be fucking pissed off and want us to know. <laughs>
0: No, we can't serve these people. I, I will walk out of this place right now. <laughs> Civil society. This mm-hmm. is the whole point. This yeah. is the, this is what the this is what the poll is indicating. This is you know when we ask us public servants to do their job, even if it's against, even if like it involves something that they find distasteful. Mm-hmm. It's it's what this is. This whole conversation has really skirted, like the national conversation has skirted the real issue. Which is, we're supposed to be a civil society. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be able to disagree with each other without yelling. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be able to disagree with each other and still have a really good conversation that's respectful, yeah. that's honor that honors both people. Yeah. You know, it, and that's the only way. The problem right now is that you know you watch the news channel that agrees with you, right? And half of what you watch on that channel is people yelling at someone who disagrees and not paying you know and not being respectful to someone who disagrees mm-hmm. and mocking the other side and this is what we've come to right we're we're a, a we're a society of mockery no. as opposed to a society of listening mm-hmm. trying to understand and then making valid points on our own yeah like that that doesn't serve us we are ill served by the current state of affairs absolutely so so we need to be a little
1: yeah, we need to back off the this this ledge that people are so willing to get up on. Oh, people love to scream and shout at each other. Yeah, and it it what fascinates me is how quickly people feel justified in doing the thing that they hated from the other side. Yeah. As soon as the tables are turned.
0: Right. Well, it serves them right. Yeah. Well, they they did it to us. Yeah. We can do it to them. Yeah. Cause wrongs or make rights. Or somehow it's different, right? Right. Um, well, they did it because of hatred. We do it because they of love. Because they are hateful. <laughs> yeah.
1: No. No. Yeah. It,
0: it it just it it
1: can't work on that level. No, it doesn't work on that level. And no. we see that right now. The country, our discourse is broken, and yeah, and uh, we
0: somebody somewhere has to start stepping back. Yeah. Well, you know. and every time you know get angry, if you're angry about something, that's fine. But instead of screaming and shouting and hating, yeah. you can say that really makes me angry and I I'd like to discuss with you why. Right. That hurts me and I want to tell you why. And for I mean in these instances there aren't that many venues for
1: that. I mean, I guess you could you could get little buttons made that say "I am angry at you." Ask me
0: why. Right. And walk around <laughs> the convention center. I don't think. That, yeah, that would be an interesting thing to do. The other <laughs> thing, but the other thing is just just watch how you're talking. Yeah. In any context. Yeah. On Facebook and on the internet, you know, instead you can say, "Fuck all the conservatives for their blah," or "Fuck all the liberals for their blah," yeah. or you could say. I'm really offended by this, uh-huh. and this is the reason why. Right. Yeah. And there's a universe of difference between those two responses. Yeah, absolutely. So that's that's
1: that. Thank you, AP. Yeah, and- for uh, shedding some light. I'm I'm I am uh, pleased that our nation seems to be grasping <laughs> this concept on at least one issue. Oh my god! Or at it's- least the issue of.
0: Yeah, people who are—they who, just need to fucking do their job. It's amazing how quickly once something's kind of settled mm-hmm. and everybody kind of starts to resign themselves to it, it's amazing how quickly it just becomes such a non-issue. <laughs> like in three years, you're gonna there's gonna be a poll about gay marriage, and everybody's gonna be like, "Why is there a poll?" Yeah,
1: it's,
0: no, I know because
1: it really will only be the rabid religious types, right, who are left caring about it. Yeah, I mean, I kind of feel like we're already there yeah the, the like an approval poll if they're asking about approval and non-approval right if you still feel a little icky about it you might not approve yeah but you probably at the end of the day don't really even care right and like, that's and that's what's going to take gonna over. Be over on that other side it's, so quickly it's
0: going to take a, a few years before everybody's sort of Calms down, realizes society hasn't collapsed, and like, right. and 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 it's just been happening for long enough that it's just sort of part of things now. Yeah, and then they'll be like, yeah, I guess now we have electric cars and gays. <laughs> That's we just that there are new things in the world. Uh, and gays in self-driving cars. He, oh, God, just the worst, the <laughs> nightmare, the dystopian future that is coming. If you'd like to write into us and let us know how you feel, uh, the email address, the electronic mail address would be podcast at thankgodimatheist.com, or you can leave us a voicemail message.
1: Mm. phone number is 424-666-8442. That's country code one. Yes, for all of you (laughs) outside of the North American calling system. (laughs) I guess
0: that most of you don't want to pay, like, crazy international calling rates but you're welcome to yeah why if not? you want to there are sort all sorts of ways to get around that these days sure sure yeah. look look into the the hacks i guess Ooh. or whatever Ooh. anyway go to the facebook page facebook.com/tgiatheist or, or
1: search for the tgia members only lounge yeah. also on facebook search for it there yeah and uh, request to join and uh, get in and and then it's just it's just awesomeness, smooth sailing. It's just TGIA <laughs> discussions and civility. Don't talk it up so much all day long.
0: Yeah, yeah, nah. No, it's it's just it's a nice little group. It's a good group. <laughs> anyway, um, hey, thanks to Mackenzie, our our lovely. What are we? She's a, she's our our social social media guru media guru yeah, A.K.A. the girl who runs our Facebook page.
1: Absolutely, uh, we really appreciate your thank work Thank you so much. And thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for letting us
0: use their music. And thank you, dear dear listener, dear listener. for all of your uh, your your for your kind attention. Uh, we look forward to meeting you next week. Bye.